0: Have you? Make so at home tonight. All right? Appreciate Good to be in church tonight, isn't it? Yeah. Praise the Lord. I appreciate the good singing, how it's ministered to our souls. And uh, Brother Abel is talking about being nervous. Well, if I could sing like he can sing, I'd never be nervous. I'd feel very confident. I'd sing all the time. And I appreciate how him and Sister Lauren have been used of God and, and been real friends to me and my wife. And uh, Pastor Pope, thank you so much for the invitation to come. It's a distinct privilege to be here tonight, and uh, appreciate what God's doing back home in our church. Like he was saying, I missed our midweek service to be here, but we're honored to be here, and uh, God really put this on our heart. As the pastor called several months ago and asked if we'd come, I said, well, we'd be delighted to, and so this is one of the places we always enjoy coming. I told my wife on the way over here, I said, if I was having a bad day, I said, I know where I could go to church. I said, Calvary Baptist, five minutes here will make your day a whole lot better, And I appreciate how kind and how welcoming, how hospitable you are. And they say a church takes on the personality of the pastor, and that's certainly true here. And your pastor and his wife, Sister Tammy, are some of the sweetest, most hospitable people I've ever met in my life. And I've seen how that's translated. It's poured over into you and how you treat us all the same. And that's just such a blessing to to see that. And the choir, how you gave it your best and your faithfulness, like it's been said. We appreciate that. And uh, we too came in on two wheels tonight, but that wasn't because we were running late. My wife was one driving, so, you know, that's, uh, that is why. If you have your Bible, I invite you to turn with me to Hebrews chapter 13 tonight, Hebrews chapter 13. I shared with you, Pastor, on Monday that I believe the Lord was going to have us in this chapter, and the Lord has not led us any other direction. Uh, there's A verse in particular that's heavy on my heart, been that way for a couple of days now. And there's two words in this verse that really keep ringing in my ears. A very familiar passage of scripture, but I want to share it with you tonight. Hebrews chapter 13 and verse number 8. And Jesus Christ, the same, yesterday and today and forever. Jesus Christ, notice these two words, the same. Tonight, with the help of God, I want to deal with this subject, the sameness of Jesus, the sameness of our Savior. Thank God he is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and it gives us great hope for the future. Let us pray for a moment. Father, in Jesus' name, we ask, Lord, that you'd help us to magnify the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, for this pastor and this church Lord, thank you for how you've ministered to my heart tonight. You've helped me already. And Father, it's a privilege to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. Now, Lord, I ask that you'd help us to magnify Jesus tonight. And Father, I cannot do it unless you help me. And Lord, I stand in a place where I would never stand alone. I'd be crazy to stand here by myself unless you were here. And Father, I need you. And God, I confess my inadequacy. Now, Lord, there's a couple of words I've already shared with the congregation that I cannot get off my heart. And this afternoon as I was praying and walking and studying, Lord, it it wouldn't leave. God, I'm thankful that Jesus is the same. That in a changing world, Lord Jesus, you never change. God, in constant, uh, God pivots. And when the world is doing an about face. Lord, you are not. When the world is turning and making, even politicians making statements that seem to be a 180-degree turn from where they stood just a couple of years ago, Jesus, you've never turned. Thank you, Lord, that you are the same. And it gives us great hope in these days of uncertainty. Father, bless tonight. Bless the next two nights of the meeting. Brother Arthur, as he comes in, protect him. Bless him, Lord. Father, for all that you accomplish, we'll thank you and praise you. It is in Jesus' name we ask these things, and God's people said, amen. Amen. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. When you come to this verse, you'll find a couple of things that jump out to you. First of all, Jesus is identified as way of introduction. He is identified to us. It is not Moses. It is not Elijah. It is not even Abraham who is the same, but it is Jesus Christ who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is identified to us in this verse. He is not only identified, but he's identifiable. He is the same. How do you know it's him? He doesn't change. He is the same. Now, you know, we see people from time to time that if much time has passed from now to the last time we saw them, we say, "Why well, I didn't even recognize you. You've changed so much. This time last year, my wife was eight months pregnant. Now she holds in her lap an 11-month-old baby squirming around and teething and acting just like his daddy. So God helped his mama. And, you know, things have changed. And, uh, you know, I've grown in the past year, not upward, but outward. And I've, I've, I've gained the daddy body. I'm, I'm changing and morphing into the dad mode. And Uh, there's a lot of change and especially you see a young man or a young girl who's changed and after several years you really don't even notice them But with Jesus Christ, it's not that way at all. There is no change in the Lord Jesus Christ. There's never been a time where I've said, Lord, you look different today. Lord, something's different. Something's off about you. Something has changed. But Jesus Christ is the same. He's always been. When the Lord saved me 19 years ago this past Saturday, he was the same back then as he was 19 years later. And he's the same for you now that he will be down the road in your life. Jesus does not change. And because of that, he's identifiable. Not only is he identified Jesus Christ, he's identifiable the same, but he's identical yesterday, today, and forever. Now they're talking about sending people into space all the time and Musk is trying to design rockets and take you up there and they've got vessels to probe the ocean floors. But imagine if someone was to come out with a vehicle to travel in time backwards or forwards and you were able to get in this vehicle. You were the one selected for this mission. And let's say you go back in time 300 years. That would put us, what, around 1723, I guess. And what if you got out of that capsule and you're in America, of course, at that time had been the colonies of America, the 13 colonies of this country, things would have been much different. The buildings would have been different. The people would have been different. All the people that were alive back then now are inhabiting a graveyard somewhere across the country. People would have been different. Buildings, the government, the world, everything would have been different. But there's one constancy then that is the same constancy now, and it is Jesus Christ the Lord. Jesus is no different back in 1723 as he is right now in 2023. Now imagine if you got in that same travel capsule and you zoomed into the future. Let's go another 300 years. Let's put us at 2323. Then you get out, of course, a lot of things have changed by then. If Jesus hasn't returned by then, and we're all gone and we will be, people will be changed, buildings will be different, governments will come and go, but Jesus Christ will still be the same. That gives us hope tonight, knowing that in a constantly changing world, Jesus never changes. That means Jesus who has never failed will never fail. That means that Jesus who has never left you will never leave you. That means the same Jesus who has never stopped loving you will ever stop loving you. Jesus Christ is the same. Praise God for that. Ladies and gentlemen, it gives us great hope tonight. As we magnify Jesus, we magnify his sameness. The sameness of our Savior Last Tuesday night we had a men's Bible study and- had a few local churches join us on that study and it was of course right before Easter Sunday and the discussion that night was Jesus Christ and what the cross means for all of us not only to the sinner before salvation but to the saint after salvation and at the end of that Bible study we gave assignments to all the men sitting around the round tables and I said all right men I want every one of you to take a turn and share one thing amongst the, the men at your table individually about what Jesus means to you who is Jesus in your life what is is that stands out to you about Jesus that really matters the most, really is special around this resurrection day holiday. And as we were going about talking in our different respective tables, you could hear just the blur of, of people talking, men talking. And I had a pastor look over at me and he said, pastor, he said, I wonder if this might've been what it sounded like when the disciples were gathered around a campfire at the end of the day when Jesus had finished doing his daily duties and performing miracles. I wonder if it sounded just like what we're hearing tonight, all the men around this room talking about, boy, did you see Jesus do that? Oh, Jesus is wonderful. Or someone over here said, boy, Jesus Christ is the lily of the valley. Or Jesus is the bright and the morning star. Or Jesus is the first and the last, the beginning and the end. He is alpha and he is omega. But that night last Tuesday. Tuesday, going back to where we were, we were talking about things that really stand out to us about Jesus. That really is something that we're to be thankful for. And I spoke up and I said, on what I'm specifically thankful for is that Jesus is the same. And ladies and gentlemen, we can all say that tonight. Of all the things we can be thankful for concerning Jesus, we can all raise our hands and say, thank God. He is the same. He is the same give you three things that are the result of Jesus never changing and I'll be done. Number 1 because Jesus is the same salvation is available. Salvation is available. Notice what it says Jesus Christ Christ the Messiah Christ, the chosen one. Christ, the anointed one. Christ, the one who is appointed by God to make a way of salvation. Jesus Christ, the Lord. And because Jesus Christ does not change, neither does the way of salvation change. If Jesus could change, that means your salvation would be on shaky ground tonight. But because Jesus is that sure foundation, your salvation is sure Your salvation is as sure as Jesus Christ himself. Salvation is available. You think about salvation when you speak about that, we realize there's a problem that has not changed since the beginning of time when Adam and Eve disobeyed God. In Romans 5, verse number 12, wherefore by one man sin entered into the world and death by sin, so that death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. And Romans 3, 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's not some have sinned, that's not one or two have sinned, that's not half of you have sinned, that is every single one of us have sinned and come short of the glory of Almighty. God and the problem has not changed and so God the remedy the problem thank God for the solution he had the solution before there was a problem he had his son Jesus Christ that made up his mind Christ was gonna come and be the substitute the propitiation for the sinner the advocate for the saved thank God Jesus Christ was that one who came to die in your place and according to Galatians chapter 4 verse 4 and 5 when the fullness of time was come he came At the right moment, at the right second, Jesus was not behind schedule. Jesus was right there on time, and he came. Thank God for that. He came for you. He came for me. He came to do the will of his Father in heaven. He died on the cross for your sins as your pastor referenced this past Sunday being the day we celebrate not just the death and burial. There's not much celebration in the death and burial but we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus from the grave. Up from the grave he arose, triumphant over his foes. That's the God we serve. That is the God who does not change. The problem has not changed. That's where all sinners When you drive out these roads, you see people driving all around they are not in church tonight. The problem is the same for them as it was for you. If you have been saved, the difference is they have not yet been saved. The problem of this world is not going to be fixed politically. The problem of this nation is not economically. The problem is spiritually. There is a spiritual problem plaguing our country. Our America needs God. Our nation needs Jesus. The problem has not changed. But thank God the plan for salvation remains the same. Thank God for Romans chapter 10 verse 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And the power and the blood of Jesus hasn't changed. Yeah, I got a notification just yesterday. I'm real bad to shop on Amazon and I'll add things to my cart. And I'll hit save for later. Because what happens is I add all these things in my cart and when I look at the subtotal, I'm like, wow, that's a little more than I expected. So I'll just save that for a later day. I got a notification in an email yesterday that said that the prices of the items in my cart had changed. And so would you believe that when I looked in the email that all of them except two small items had increased by 2 or $3? It all went up. Today I was on the way to church this evening and I heard that they're raising the price on stamps. So now if you want the mail letter, you're going to have to pay a little bit extra for your stamp. But you know Jesus Christ and the price of salvation, he paid it in full. There's nothing you have to pay for that. You accept him, you trust him. Jesus Christ and salvation is not increasing, it's not changed, it is the same. You'll never get a notification from heaven that says, whoops, we've had to do something different. We've had to go another direction. We've had to add a cost to this. You've had to do, add some good works. We, you've had to do this. You've had to be baptized. No, the price of your salvation, Jesus paid it once and for all. It is finished as we heard tonight already. Thank God for it being finished. The work that he shed on the cross of Calvary, the blood he shed for you and for me. And so it will never increase. That means that someone in 1723 that was born again is saved. It was saved the same way I was in 2004. And it will not change. My little boy, Beckham, I don't have to wonder. I don't have to worry. There's a lot of things I'm not sure about with him and his future. I don't know what the stock market's going to be like. I don't know what the government's going to be like. I don't know what America's going to look like. But I know one thing that I can always tell my little boy. That Jesus Christ died to save the sins of mankind. And that Jesus and his blood can atone for your sin, down, And if you call on Christ, he'll save you. That's one thing that never changes. And because Jesus does not change, salvation is available. That's why you're here tonight. That's why I'm saved. When I stand before God in heaven one day, I'll be there because Jesus never changes. You know, my wife, I've I've learned and she's learned after several years of marriage how there's certain buttons you avoid. Unless it's a convenient time and you feel really brave and you decide to push that button. Needless to say, I get on her nerves. And so I say, I'm just going to go outside and do some yard work. I'll mow the yard. You mowed it this morning. I'll mow it again, twice in the same day. When I was growing up, I'd get on my daddy and mama's nerves. And I used to wonder as a child, if I get on mom and dad's nerves... Could I possibly get on God's nerves for all eternity so bad that he would cast me out? The answer is no. Give me a verse, this verse right here. Did Jesus love you yesterday? Yes. Does Jesus love you today? Yes. And it doesn't just say Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today, but it says forever. Forever. That means in all of eternity that my God who loves me, your God who loves you, our great God who loves us tonight will forever love us. Nothing, as Paul said in Romans 8, can separate us from the love of God. Because Jesus is the same, salvation is available. Number two, because Jesus is the same, sanity is acceptable. Sanity is. Is acceptable in today's culture. It seems like the crazier, more anxious, and weirder you are, the more accepted you are. But you don't have to be that way. You can be sane. You don't have to lose your mind. You don't have to walk around wringing your hands. You don't have to fret over tomorrow. But you can be sane because Jesus is the same. Praise God, there's sanity that's acceptable. Listen, I realize we live in a hurting world. Trouble on every side. Difficulty, uncertainty, I understand. I I live in the same world you do. I go through the same problems you go through. I'm going shopping at the grocery store just like you go shopping at the grocery store. I had to buy some mixing oil for my chainsaw yesterday. And I found out that things went up about $5 what it was this time last year, I'd shop the same place. I go to Lowe's Hardware like you do. I'm living, I see it. But what I'm saying is we can walk easy and confident in our great God because he hasn't changed. Okay, so I don't like paying the extra dollar or two dollars for a gallon of milk. I don't like paying for the mix. I, like, I don't like paying for this or that. But yet Jesus has never changed. I can be sane Listen, because of Jesus, thanks to Jesus, I don't lose my soul. And because of Jesus, I don't have to lose my sanity either. Jesus, who saved you, can keep you. And he can keep your hearts and minds in the Lord Jesus Christ. He can keep you, establish you, and make you steadfast, unmovable. And is that not what Paul wrote to the church of Corinth? Be ye therefore steadfast, unmovable, always abounding, not just moping around, not just dragging the ground, but abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know, not you guess, not you think, but you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. You know, I asked my church, and uh, uh, nothing against them. It was just I asked them on a Sunday morning not long ago. I said, quote to me Romans 8.28. I went individually to some of them, and I said, so I wouldn't embarrass them. And I said, uh, Will you quote to me Romans eight twenty eight? Just, just Just quote it off the top of my head. Don't look at your Bible, just quote it. Sure. All things work together for good to those who love of God. Every one of them. No one. I'm talking about people that, that know the Bible. I'm not knocking them at all. They know the scripture. But without looking and tracing and going word for word, they just said all things work together. But they missed the most important part of that verse. For we know that all things work Work together for good of those that love God, of those who are called according to His purpose. Now, this doesn't just apply to someone that's not living for Christ. We understand that. That's not a get-out-of-jail-free card for anybody to use, but you're serving God and living for the Lord. But we know there's a family secret that we have. We know it. As children of the Most High God, we know something. All things work together for good to those that love God. Those who are called in court is purpose. I I don't understand why some of the things happen the way they do. There's reasons for things that we may not ever understand down here or in heaven above. And then again, we may. But what I'm saying is that there's the reality of suffering. Job said in Job 14 verse 1 that man born of a woman is few days and full of sorrow. Your life is going to have sorrow. My life's going to have sorrow. But you don't have to succumb to the sorrow and lose your sanity. Jesus has not changed. He said in this chapter, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. That that gives me great hope. He said, I'll never leave you. I'm not going to take a break from you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'm not going to abandon you. I'm always with you, is what he is saying. He's a constant friend, even in turmoil. Even in difficulty, Jesus has not changed. Tonight, as I'm standing in the pulpit, there's a family that is grieving, making funeral arrangements for a family member. In Watauga County, there's a pastor who's pastored his church faithfully for many years, and he's about to bury in a couple of days his young boy, around 30 years of age. His son died of cancer yesterday. This young man who passed away of cancer has a brother who I was just a part of the ordaining council for. His brother's also a preacher. A family that loves God, goes to church, does right, lives right. The young man had a wife and three small boys at home. Strong, fit, built, worked construction with his daddy and last year finds out he has cancer and it's over. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't seem right. Right. That doesn't seem fair, but we serve a great God who knows all things, and God makes no mistakes. And no matter what you and I go through, God makes no mistakes. And no matter who's in the Oval Office tonight, no matter who's in Raleigh controlling the affairs of our state, God is still the supreme ruler, and he's in charge, and everything from heaven's vantage point is all right. God's not sweating, and we shouldn't either. I'm not downplaying sorrow. It's a lot easier to preach than the practice. But it gives us great hope knowing our God is the same. Third and finally, we find that not only is salvation available because Jesus is the same and sanity is acceptable, but stability is achievable. You can be stable in an unstable world. Stability is achievable. We've said it over tonight and over but in unstable times, you can serve God. Pastor Steve, it's proof when I look around and I see this tremendous turnout on a Wednesday. I follow and I keep up with what God is doing here at Calvary Baptist Church. And it lights a fire in my soul. And I see how God, I look around and I see chairs lined around the sides and the back and I see how you've rearranged chairs to add even more seating and how you've got smaller chairs so you can fit more people in. You know what that does to me? It gives me great hope. That means you can pastor a stable church, a spiritual church, a church that loves Christ, a church that magnifies the Lord, holds magnified confidence even in an unstable time that that shows me that you can have stability I look around I see all these young families I see a mixed congregation I see older I see younger I see middle-aged I see a lot of children in this room and I see families have children serving God and children all around this room I see a whole age range in the choir tonight you know what that lets me know that stability is achievable why Jesus hasn't changed you're not here tonight, you're not raising your family because of what's happening in Washington, no, but because of the man who died on the cross for you. <laughs> Jesus is what gives you stability. It's time we get our eyes off what is happening. I'm not saying, listen, I'm right there with you and I'm not going that rap because I'll all, we'll all be depressed. I will lose my sanity if I talk about it very long tonight, watch the news and discuss it. But what I'm saying is maybe, just maybe, it's high time we get our eyes off of everything happening in Washington and in Raleigh and maybe God's pointing our eyes back to what really matters and that is Christ Jesus, our blessed Lord and Savior. I'll do my part, sure I will. I'll participate, I'll vote yes, but my hope is not anchored in none of them. I'm not banking on 2024. I'm banking on Christ. I have parents all the time ask me, are you worried about raising a child in this environment? How do you afford it? Formula is through the roof. When we had Beckham last year, a lot of you parents that have small children, remember the the crisis when it comes to formula. We couldn't hardly find formula. We were going all around the place trying to find formula. I don't know. And then you got all the the, the prices rising. And then you got what's happening in our school systems. And you got all these things around us. And and society encroaching in the churches. And it's coming in around us. It's about to suffocate. A lot of people, a lot of our church being suffocated by what's happening around us. How are we going to do it? The word of God. What gives us hope to raise Beckham in this environment? Jesus Christ is the same. Right. Yes, sir. Yep. Guess what? He's the same today as he was for Noah. And if Noah could raise boys to get on the ark with them when no one else would, then you can raise a family that'll get on the ark, so to speak, in your family, your life. Yes, sir. Abraham walked with God when no one else was leaving Ur of the Chaldees and going with them. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. What am I saying? I'm saying that God has not changed. Do you understand, ladies and gentlemen, that the sameness of our Savior is one of the greatest things about our Savior? One of the greatest characteristics is he will always be who he always has been. Stability is achievable. We sing songs like, my hope is built. Nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. Righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. What about rock of ages, cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. What about standing on the promise of the God my Savior? What about that lovely name we sing about? How can we sing those songs? But the Abel, Sister Laura and group sung tonight how can they sing those songs because jesus doesn't change right. if jesus was changing you couldn't sing my hope is built on jesus blood right. if jesus was changing you couldn't sing any of the songs you sung tonight i am redeemed i hope i'm still redeemed no but because jesus does not change you can sing with passion then you can sing with authority you can sing with belief and conviction that these things are so because jesus does not Change. You know, I I don't understand. I can't see the future. I don't understand, Pastor Pope, what all God's going to do here, but I'm excited to see what God continues to do here. Gives me great hope and encourages and increases my faith. But whatever God has this church to do, God is the same. Our church right now is looking at a project that's much bigger than anything we've ever seen. Someone came to me the other day and said, "Preacher, said how are we going to do it?" I said, uh, "The same way we paid off five hundred thousand dollars in thirteen months. We don't. Jesus does." I'm not saying go out and be crazy and ludicrous, but when God gives you that word, like God's give a pastor a word time and time again, and you step out by faith and say, Lord, I may not see the end from the beginning, but I'm trusting you, and God gives you that peace, and God gives you a word, and God confirms it in your heart, and you go forward by him, he'll take care of it. Jesus is the same, he'll take care of it. The same God who told Noah to build an ark, and he built the ark, and not one leak, sunk the boat, is a God who can keep your boat afloat. The same God who shut the mouths of lions for Daniel is the same God who can keep those out of your life that seek to destroy you and tear the church down. You see, your God of the Bible, like we preached last year on the word of God, is more than just a story book. It's more than just something I read to my boy at night and say, hey, this makes for a good bedtime story. No, this is something we can live by. I can't live off of Jack and the Beanstalk. I can't hang my hat on the beanstalk. I, I can't do much with the three little pigs and the wolf coming through to blow their houses down. I, but I can do something with the story of David when he stood before Goliath and God brought the giant down. And I can do something with the story when Abraham exercised faith and followed God when it seemed crazy and God provided himself a ram. I can do something with the stories of the Bible, and you can too. And I come tonight to say this. Jesus Christ is the same. Amen. You could say he is good, he is righteous, he is holy, he is worthy of praise. All these things are right. But tonight, he is the same. Yes, sir. I don't know what you're facing, but in the words as I close with this, of Micah Henson, who went to be with the Lord several years ago. He said, I've seen things along the way. I've seen trouble in my short days. But through it all, I have no fear. You see, I had a friend who is always near. If the sun were to fall, if the oceans were to dry, if the mountains were to crumble, I wouldn't bat an eye. For I stand upon the rock. He's the rock of all the ages. No matter what may come, what storm around me rages, I stand upon what never changes. Aren't you thankful for the sameness of our Savior tonight? Amen. As the pastor comes, let us pray, Father. I pray that you'd help us to always remember that in a world of shifting culture, of sinking sand, that you, Lord, never change. And Father, because you do not change, salvation is available. Because you do not change, sanity is acceptable. Because you do not change, Lord, we can go forward and trust God and know, Lord, that we can have stability, we can raise families, we can go to church, we can see you build churches even in the midst of chaos and confusion. What happens in this world has no bearing on the child of God or it shouldn't. The one thing that keeps us going is Jesus Christ the same. In Jesus' name.
1: Pastor. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed tonight. Wow, wow, wow. What a message. What a word. I cannot help but believe there's somebody in this room that needed that encouragement tonight. You needed to be reminded of that. Maybe the enemy has come, tried to get you discouraged, tried to get you to doubt. But boy, tonight, you've been reminded, thank God, He never changes. Right before we stand tonight, I wonder how many are here this evening would say, Pastor, if I died tonight, if I were to go and get in my car and on my way home, I were to die tonight. Preacher, I know beyond a shadow of any doubt, I know that I'm saved on my way to heaven. If that's you, without anybody looking tonight, would you just very quietly slip your hand up as a testimony? I know that I'm saved. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. You can lower your hands. Let me ask you this though. Is there one here tonight anywhere? I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm not gonna point you out, but I would like to pray for you. I wanna pray for you. Would there be one here tonight would say, preacher, I'm gonna be honest. If I died tonight, I'm not 100% sure that I would go to heaven And I care enough, preacher, I care enough to slip up my hand and let you pray for me tonight. Is there one like that anywhere right now you just slip your hand up, say, preacher, remember me. If I died, I'm not sure of heaven. Would you pray for me? Is there one like that here tonight and I could pray for you? Our heads are bowed and our eyes are closed. I wonder if there might be one here tonight would say, preacher, I'm saved. I've already testified to that. Boy, I needed this tonight. I'm going through something right now. I'm going through a valley. I'm going through some type of a storm. Man, the enemy's come and tried to, just tried to get me to doubt. Tried to get me discouraged. Man, I needed this word tonight. I really needed it. If that's you this evening, Very quietly, you just slip your hand up and say, preacher, pray for me, pray for me. God knew, God knew what it was about. God knew, God knew, yep, yep. A lot of hands, a lot of hands around the room tonight. Would you stand with us this evening? Father, we thank you for your blessings. Lord, what a great word of encouragement tonight. God, thank you that in a changing world, We serve a God who does not change. Father, we're thankful for that. God, thank you that you're the same, always the same, yesterday, today, and forever. Father, that one that's battling tonight with some discouragement, Lord, that one that's battling with uncertainty in their family, in their job, in their home, in their marriage, in their health, Lord, it could be many things. God, tonight, would you you encourage them? And God, I pray they'd leave here tonight being able to say, well, I'm just so glad God never changes. Father, have thy way in this invitation. Speak to hearts, I pray. And Lord, we sure thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. I'm gonna ask a couple of our personal workers if they just step out. Make their way to the front. There might be somebody here today that just needs somebody to pray with them. You're here tonight, you say, Pastor, I just need somebody to pray with me. It's been a discouraging day. Devil's fault, long and hard. And I just need prayer tonight. I need somebody to believe God with me. Hey, if that's you, why don't you just step out right now and come? Would you come? Would you come while we wait? If you're here tonight, you say, Preacher, I need to be saved. I need to be saved. Would you come? While we wait, would you come? Would you come? If you're watching the live stream tonight, we're so glad you've tuned in. And there's a number on the bottom of your screen right now, 704-327-5662. And we have some people that are standing by the phone right now And they'd love to receive your call. If you'll call that number, we would love to pray with you right now and believe God with you. Would you call us? Hey, some folks have come. Are there others that need to make a move? Oh, listen, don't leave this place discouraged. Well, I like that song that says, burdens are lifted at Calvary. You say, but pastor, the devil's fighting so hard. Well, I got some advice. Why don't you just magnify the Lord tonight? Man, when the devil fights, just praise the Lord. Just praise him. Praise him in spite of everything. Just praise the Lord. Thank God he's the same. Father, we thank you for your blessings. Lord, thank you for what you're doing right now. I don't know all that you're doing, but I'm I'm thankful. God, right now I pray that you'd work in hearts. Lord, I pray you'd help these around the altar. Oh, God, I pray, Father, that today and Thursday and Friday, that, Lord, there'd be such a spirit of worship in here. Lord, I pray there'd be such a spirit of edification. God, I pray that we'll be so encouraged. I pray that we'll be so charged up. Lord, by the time this meeting is completed, that God will have to go tell somebody about the goodness of God. God, that we'll go out of here and share the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ for this lost and dying world. Father, truth of matter is, this what we heard tonight, is what the world needs to hear. Lord, in changing times, thank God we have a Savior that never changes. Lord, I pray you will continue to work now. Holy Spirit, have your way. We thank you. Heads are bowed, eyes are closed, just for another moment or so. Anybody else need to come? Anybody need to make a move? Is somebody here to pray with you? You can look up this way tonight. Did you get some help this evening? Aren't you glad God never changes? That means his mercy is the same today as it's always been. That means his forgiveness is the same today as it's always been. Somebody may need to claim that tonight. That means that if he was a God of restoration 200 years ago, he can still restore 200 years later. Amen. He can do it. Hey, we're going to sing this little chorus tonight before we go. This is amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Altars are still open. If you need to come, there'll be somebody here to pray with you. And while we sing it, you come tonight if we can help you. All right? Let's sing it together, church. Sing it with me. Ready? Ready? Message goes a lot of different ways, doesn't it? I can just about guarantee there's somebody here tonight. You've been praying for somebody for a long, long time. You've been praying. You say, Preacher, I've been praying for this person for several years, been praying for their salvation, or maybe there's some parents here tonight. You say, Preacher, I've got kids that I've love like my own life, and they've strayed away from the things of the Lord, and I've been praying that God would bring them back, that God would reclaim them, and I've been praying and praying, and so far it hadn't happened. Hey, I got good news. He hasn't changed. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. Keep on praying that God would restore them and bring them back. God can do that, you say, but pastor, but they're, they're out there tonight in the world. They're on drugs. They're out in alcohol, I don't know, preacher, I just don't know. Well, you know what, if it was dependent upon me and you, I'd say you got something. But thank God he never changes, amen. And he can still reclaim them. Hey, don't give up. You keep on, keep on keeping on. Thank God he hasn't changed. We're gonna sing it again. If you need to come, the altars are open. You come while we wait, all right. Sing it out, Calvary. Let's sing it together. Ready. Amazing grace, how sweet. people said, isn't the Lord good to us? Amen. Amen. Brother Justin, can you come up tonight? I want to have you dismiss us in prayer. Hey, go away blessed tonight. I believe you're going to. Thank you, Brother Green. That was great. Man, that was exactly, exactly what we needed tonight. Boy, sometimes, even today, if you get to watching some of the things that are unfolding in our world, sometimes you, you sort of step back and think, man. Is there any hope? Well, he's never changed. He hasn't changed. And we thank the Lord for that. Hey, listen, I hope you'll be back tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. And the nun sisters will be here with us tomorrow. They'll be ministering in song. And then Brother Joe Arthur will be preaching tomorrow night. It's going to be a wonderful night. Be sure that you find the greens and and shake their hand before they get out of here tonight and let them know what a blessing they've been. It's great to have them. And, and then it's good to have the boys, uh, Brother, Brother Bill and Miss Ann with us tonight. I'm sure you find them. And I know some of you don't know them, but just go by and shake their hands. And it's great to have Brother Justin, Miss Kristen back with us this evening. And Brother Justin, come pray for us tonight, if you will.
2: Father, we come to you tonight. Lord, we thank you for how good you are, how great you are. But Lord, as we are reminded even tonight, Lord, of how you're unchangeable. Father, in an unstable time, Lord, when we can just look at Um, what's going on? Even as we rode up the road today, the cost of gas continues to rise. Lord, the uncertainty in our government and in our society, but Lord, I am thankful that you are the same. Lord, as we just celebrated this past Sunday, Lord, you're still resurrected. You're not in that grave. And oh God, we thank you for that even today. Lord, we thank you for the word that was preached. God, I'm thankful, Lord, that we could identify with you. Lord, you are unchangeable. God, you're unmovable. Lord, you're unshakable. And Lord, we need you more today than we've ever needed you before. But God, I thank you for your dear people. Lord, I thank you uh, for your dear word. Lord, I thank you for the man of God that stood and preached, thus saith the word of God. Lord, he didn't get up here and preach his opinion, Lord, but he preached the word of God. And God, we need more of that today, Lord. I'm grateful for these men of God that are standing, these pastors that are unshakable and unmovable in their stance on the word of God. God, will we have more men to stand up, young men, old men, middle-aged men. God, more families, more men, more women, more children to stand on the word of God. Lord, And we thank you tonight, Lord. We thank you so much for what we've heard. Thank you for this wonderful singing. God, what a new way to start off Magnify Conference, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that each and every night we would just draw closer to you. Lord, as we hear the preaching, as we hear the singing, Lord, not only just hear it, not only apply it to our lives, but Lord, that we would worship you in spirit and in truth. And so Lord, dismiss us tonight, get us home safely. Father, I pray Lord that nothing happens by accident in our lives. And Lord, I'm thinking about so many different people going through the fire right now. And God, it's not by accident that they're going through it. Lord, you've brought that into their life that, they may re- that you may receive the glory. And so Lord, we just thank you tonight. And dismiss us, Lord, bless us. Have us come back tomorrow, Lord, prepared, ready. Lord, to uh, not be worried about what the rest of the world thinks but what, uh, Lord, to get in here to worship. Lord, we thank You for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today. We consider it an honor to serve you. And our prayer is that the service was a blessing and an encouragement to your life. If you were impacted today by the preaching of God's Word, we encourage you to respond. If we can pray with you, or if you would like to make a decision today for Christ, please call us here at 704-327-5662. We have people waiting right now on the lines prepared to help you. Again, thank you for joining us today and we hope to welcome you again soon. Have a wonderful week.